0: welcome to the menopause conversations podcast my name is angela council and i'm your host for this podcast and this is where you learn all about menopause what is happening to your body to your hormones and life in general everything is changing and sometimes it can seem really really confusing but this is where the confusion stops right now this podcast will share with you everything you need to know about how you can navigate your menopause transition with ease so sit back and enjoy the show bye for now thank you and welcome back to this week's episode of menopause conversations podcast uh, my name is Angela Counsel, your host for this podcast and today I thought I'd tackle a little bit of a, a different type of topic I've been talking about hormones and I've been talking very much about a lot of the physical symptoms but What i to talk to you about tonight is what do those physical symptoms, what do they mean? What messages is your body sending to you? Now, the only way that your body can communicate with you is through symptoms. So if you're experiencing any type of symptoms, there's a message behind it. Now, for those of you who don't know me, I am a naturopath. Um, I've been a naturopath for nearly twenty years, as well as a menopause coach, and I'm a kinesiologist. And look, life hasn't always been easy for me either. People say, "Well, you're a naturopath; it's easy for you. You know this stuff." It hasn't been. Um, even as a naturopath, I have burnt myself out four times. I I used to used to do these presentations on stress and. Uh, what happens when you stress yourself out? And I used to say I'm an expert in um, burnout because I've done it so many times, and, and a lot of women do because we push ourselves and push ourselves, and you know, kind of give to everybody, and we don't look after ourselves properly. And this will kind of that will put you into a burnout. And once we get into menopause, it's also going to manifest in different um, types of symptoms, which I'm going to talk about in in a minute. But yeah, I mean my life has never been perfect i've um, had i've had had health issues like many others i didn't come into naturopathy until later in life i was um i was well i just had my first child so i was 40 when i first started studying um and um i went through and i, I you know did all my study i actually managed to get through pretty pretty quickly um didn't because i did it full time even though i had you know i had one and then two young children um and and I've been working with women you know, all that time since, working in women's health and hormones. And you know, there's been times when my, my diet hasn't been the best, but I'm not, look, I'm going to tell you, I'm not perfect. Um, exercise is always a bit of a bug mare. I used to exercise a lot when I was younger. These days, don't exercise as much. Um, it's easy not to exercise. I find that it's easy to have excuses not to exercise. But once I have a goal, when I've got a goal, I work towards that goal. And at the moment, I do have a goal because uh, next July I am off to Iceland to go hiking. So now I've got that goal. Now the exercise. Once I've got for me, it's having that goal, and once I've got that, I'll work towards it. But over the years, as I said, my body's spoken to me, and as I've been coming through this menopause journey, the the biggest um, uh, biggest symptoms, the biggest messages that I've been getting from my body was number one was joint and body aches. And um, I didn't, for a long time, I didn't even know that that had anything to do with hormones and the shift in hormones. Also weight gain for no reason. Um, There was no change to the food I was eating or the exercise I was doing anything, but the weight just kept coming on. Um, Hot flushes were a bit of a thing for me, but not that much. So, but there were messages and you know whilst you can um try and address these things by taking different pills and potions and things like that it's important that we start to listen to what is happening why is this happening and i just want to make the point before i start that this is not about blaming anybody this is not about putting blame on but it is about inviting you to take responsibility for your choices for what you've done in the past what you what you're doing right now because we've until we start to take responsibility for our actions our thoughts our words we're going to continue to our body will continue to speak to us in the symptoms that we're not really keen about so let's just start with what are these what are these symptoms or these body signals um, and when the body does start to speak to us, its only language is symptoms, but generally it will start as little niggles, and we get niggles along the way, and quite often we ignore them. And then those niggles can get worse and worse, and maybe we're going to take a pill to, you know, to stop it, stop the pain, whatever we take that pill. And then and if we don't address what's really going on, then that niggle gets worse and worse and worse and worse until it gets to a stage that it is that loud, that message is so, that loud. That we can't ignore it any longer, and for what what happens for a lot of us, and what we've really been taught as we've been growing up, that is that the answer lies outside of us. That you know, if we take a pill, we will fix the problem, and yeah, you know, sometimes you know it it masks the problem. It's you know, like sticks a band aid on it, and but we've learned this, and so we've kind of we've given up responsibility from ourselves, we push it outside and we expect this pill to fix the problem or someone else is going to fix the problem. We kind of push the responsibility out. And when that doesn't work, it's easy to blame outside rather than saying, what is it that I could be doing differently? And this happens quite often because we lose trust in our body we disconnect from our body and this can start at a very very young age you know when when we were very when we we're young um, and you know we fall over um, we hurt ourselves you know and what happens quite often now these days um, is that mummy mum mummy runs runs in and says here I'll put a band-aid on that to fix it or here take you've got a pain take this these drops to fix it so we're learning from a very young age that something needs to be done to fix the problem not that our body can fix the problem and we many of us have lost that connection from our body and we you know symptoms such as you know fevers and pain they're all there to teach us something We have a fever when then there's a fever. Well, that's an indication that there's a viral infection going on, a bacterial infection going on. The fever is the body raising its temperature to kill off that infection. Yet, what do we do? We go, you know, take some panadol to bring the fever down. That's not killing the infection. So, then what happens is that infection lays dormant and then it'll come back again and it'll keep coming back. Or we can get to the stage where, and this happens for a lot of women, we get, you know, these issues with their immune system where it's not responding the way it's meant to. And all of this you know you know this isn't something that happened over the last week or something this is a lifetime. And as women are starting to move into their menopause transition and their hormones are shifting some of this stuff that's been hidden can start to come out. And the reason for this is because hormones are very protective. Hormones are messengers and they are you know they're designed to carry messages from one part of the body to another part of the body and tells different parts of the body to do things that impacts our emotions. So hormones are simply messengers, but we seem to put a lot of power um, in, in, in these messengers. And they're also very protective because particularly if we're talking about our reproductive hormones, what they're designed to do is to keep the human body being able to reproduce, to replicate. You know that's what you know. The female body was designed to do was to carry on replicating so that the human race doesn't die out. And hormones are designed to keep our body in a state whereby that can happen easily. Now, obviously, I know that there's women that have issues with fertility and um, other other issues with their hormones and their their cycles. There's something going on there too. We need to address what's going on. We can't just go, you know, the It's all about your hormones because, as I said, hormones are messengers. So it's a bit like saying, oh, I'm not getting any mail. Um, There's something wrong with the mailman. Well, it might not be anything wrong with the mailman. They're trying to deliver the message, but you're not going to your letterbox to get the mail out. And you complain that I'm not getting any mail or, you know, I haven't got this. But the, the message is being delivered, but you're not actually unlocking the letterbox to get the mail out. So similar type of thing is we're we blaming the messenger, but we're not supporting the body in a way that can receive that the cells can receive that message and do what's required. So as we're coming through menopause, as I said, we lose, lose this protection um, that hormone, these reproductive hormones give us because the, those levels come down and they are meant to come down. There is there is nothing broken in your body when your hormone levels drop as you're coming through perimenopause. You are no longer in a reproductive state of life. You no longer require that amount of hormone because you don't need that much because you're not producing an egg every month. You're not preparing your body to fall pregnant. So we don't need that much hormone. It it is meant to come down. Don't listen when people are telling you you're in a hormone deficient state. This is the state you're meant to be in. When you have no more eggs left, you are not meant to continue to have such high levels of hormones and sticking it back in artificially is not fixing the problem. You know, we see, well, this is this, you know, this loss of connection with our body where we're thinking our body is broken because our hormones are coming down. Our body isn't broken. It's doing exactly what it's meant to do. But there, you know, with it can come symptoms and, but when we these symptoms are occurring, it's not because the hormones have come down. It's because whatever you've kind of been getting away with over the last you know, 10, 20 years has now come to the fore. You've lost the protection. That protection has gone away. And now we can see what's really going on. All of this was going on beforehand, but the hormones mastered because it was trying to keep you in a reproductive state. So now we can see what we've really been doing. Now we can see the uh, result of not looking after ourselves properly, not eating foods that nourish our body, not moving our bodies, having too much stress, being exposed to all of these uh, chemical, chemical toxins, our mindset, our belief systems. Now this comes to the fore. We can't hide behind anything anymore. And that's why women have symptoms. So what we need to do as women is reconnect in and find out why are we experiencing these symptoms. Now, sometimes it is purely a physical thing. You know, hot flushes can be related to stress, liver stress, joint pain inflammation comes from the food that you're eating and stress you'll notice I I will be saying the same word over and over again insulin resistance this weight gain comes from the food you're eating and stress it's like stress stress comes that you know we come back to stress but what is stress stress is You know, people just think of stress of the argument you have with your partner or the, you know, the the emotional stuff that's going on. And yes, that is stress. And that is, you know, that, um, you know, causes lots of issues. But stress is also not eating the right food for your body. The stress also comes from not moving your body the way it's meant to be moved. Stress comes from exposing your body to these chemical toxins, including alcohol stress comes from life what's going on in life we've just come through two years of everything being turned upside down not feeling that you know not feeling safe and we all have you know, a subconscious mind that wants to feel safe and different things depending on your body type will you know will stress different people some people thrive on the immediacy you know the adrenaline rush and other people for them the adrenaline rush is basically puts them into long-term stress so we're all different when it comes to stress our belief systems too can cause a stress because you know I have so many women who have this fear around menopause and you know they get stressed about thinking about menopause or oh, menopause is going to be hard menopause is going to be tough I've even had women who've come to me and said I've got no symptoms is there something wrong with me Women who are not, you know, who are actually getting going through their menopause transition relatively easily think there's something wrong with them because the message is that menopause has to be a struggle and that you're broken and that there's something wrong and that your hormones are causing all this, you know, this chaos, causing havoc. All that inf- influences you. And then in, when you've got all this stress going on, then your body is gonna start speaking to you and it speaks to you out of there with all these different symptoms. So what can we do about this? We recognize that we've got symptoms. We recognize that there's there's an underlying cause and it's not the hormones. And 9.99% of the times there's stress involved. So obviously I could say just reduce stress, but that's easier said than done you know, particularly in, the, you know, the, the way we live our lives. And there comes a time when sometimes we need to make a decision as to how we want to live the rest of our life. Because, you know, as we get into to menopause, generally we're about halfway through, so we call it midlife. You know, if you look at on average, um, the average lifespan of women, I think now is about 88 years. Um, I'm hoping to live longer than that. You know, so you get to 45, 50, you're only kind of halfway there. So a lot of it starts, you know, starts with you deciding what you want the next half of your life to be. For many women, the first half of their life, well, you know, you know, the very women, very young, obviously they're children, they're doing, they're doing as they're told. But then once we get to the, you know, the mid-teens and up into probably our 40s, we've been particularly women in our age and our generation have basically been trained to support others whether or not that's you know being you know being a a wife being a mother working in a job but we've kind of given to others and that's the way we've been brought up that that's kind of how we've been taught women's roles is it's women's role is as a support role now yes that is changing but still physiologically and actually hormonally women are designed to support others estrogen is what it's kind of like we call it the people pleaser hormone when your estrogen levels are higher you will do things for others before you'll do for yourself now obviously these are general statements and there's individuality in that but then as our oestrogen levels come down and, you know, there's a big fear about oestrogen levels coming down, but this is when women kind of step into their own power and go, hang on a minute, it's time for me. It's time for me to do what I want, to start looking after me. You know, our children have grown up, they've moved on, whatever. And we're not, you know, they're not as independent on us, they're not as dependent on us as they were before and this is when we step into who we are and we get the opportunity to ask how is it I want to live the next half of my life do I want to be healthy do I want to be vital do I want to be able to do all these things that I haven't been able to do because I've been raising children what you know what what are my dreams for my life or Am I just going to go on the way I've gone on before and I'm going to get sick and I've got these symptoms and they're going to get worse and I'm going to get worse and I'm going to get worse and I'm going, going to get on one medication after the next and it's going to be a downhill run for the next 40 years. It's interesting. I heard some um, some stats. I'm not, I'm not 100% on the numbers, but I'll, you'll get the, the gist of what I'm talking about. Australia apparently sits when it comes to longevity. Australia sits in one of the top, I think it's either four or five countries in the world for how long we live our lives. So we live long lives in Australia. Quality of life though, we're right down the bottom. So, you know, we're near the bottom. So we've got a long life here on average in Australia, but our quality of life is not that great. And that's obviously talking about you know the current generation that are in the older age bracket. But is that what you want? Do you want to have a long life but not a good quality life? Or do you want to have a long, good quality life enjoying life as much as you can? And you can do that. But what it takes is for you to stop and listen. Stop and rather than dismissing symptoms and just kind of take, you know, and I get it that sometimes. You know, you take something because it's painful, so discomfort, so much discomfort, and that's okay. But if all you're doing is sticking a Band-Aid over it, all you're doing is taking a pill, you're not addressing what's really going on. Once you address what's really going on, you will find that you don't need to be taking those pills, those potions, because your body will bring itself back into balance. So stopping and actually listening and hearing what your body has to say and rather than feeling that your body is broken which is a very big thing that i find with women as they're coming you know through their menopause transition they want to be fixed now if you want to be fixed it means you think you're broken we can't fix anything you're not broken you don't need to fix anything you may need to make some changes so that your body can bring itself back into balance, which is what we want. We just want the body to bring itself back into balance. When it's out of balance, it's all it's doing is trying to continually bring itself back into balance. And that's what we call homeostasis. The body has this place of balance. And when it's out of balance, because you're not feeding it the, the right type of food, you're not moving, you're exposing yourself to chemicals, it's out of balance. And the symptoms actually are a way of the body trying to get itself back into balance things out and things start to work go a little bit haywire but all the body is ever trying to do is bring itself back into balance so rather than thinking your body is broken it's not broken it's doing exactly what it's meant to do as i said you get an infection it is meant to have a fever that is what it's meant to do cuz that's what how you get over the fever quickly you, you fall over and twist your ankle and it all swells up. That's what it's meant to do because when it swells up, that's inflammation. And what's happening is the body is drawing all of this fluid to the joint, number one, to stop you moving it. So because it swells up, you can't move it properly. It wants it to stay immobile. And number two, all these healing chemicals are in there that are healing the tissue. And then what do we do? We go and take a, a Panadol, put some ice on it and get up and move as as quickly as possible. We keep overriding the body's response. But the body's giving us messages. It's not broken. It's doing exactly what it's meant to do. And right now, if you're experiencing symptoms, it's doing what it's meant to do. It's trying to get itself back into balance. And it's telling you, hey, you're not feeding me properly. Hey, you're not moving properly or enough hey i've got all these toxins that are coming in all the time you're drinking wine every night it's slowly it's you know putting toxins into my body and my liver's not working it's giving you messages it's not broken and then to look at the other side of that you know yes these are more of the immediate things that we we know we feel there's also trauma quite often when women have gone through trauma in their life and this trauma could have come from childhood, you know, from very early stage of life, what we do is we kind of bury it because that's how we get on with life. We bury the trauma, but it's still there. That trauma is there. That emotional trauma is still there. And once again, as the hormones shift, we start to see that some of that trauma can sometimes start to come back up again. And, you know, whether or not you remember the trauma, it doesn't matter. The subconscious mind knows what's going on. And we start to re-experience some of this trauma. And this happens because we've lost that kind of that protection of the hormones and the hormones have come down. And now all of a sudden we're re-experiencing trauma again. The body is experiencing that trauma. We need to process that trauma. And there's different ways of doing that. You know, I'm a kinesiologist, so I use a form of kinesiology, but you know, there's so many different ways that you can process trauma. But you need to, because you can't keep burrowing it and pushing it down. And there's actually medical research, scientific research around this, that you know, children who experience trauma in younger lives, that it starts to come back, you know, in adult life and it shows up as physical symptoms. It comes out in physical symptoms. When we look at Chinese medicine and when we they they talk about the different meridians and there's different emotions associated with these meridians and for the liver meridian, anger. And this is one of the um, symptoms that many women say they experience as they're coming through their, their menopause transition, anger. You know, it's, it's the trauma that's sitting in the liver. It's the anger that's coming up. The kidneys, fear. It's another thing, you know. Like how many, you know, and you know, and a lot of women have issues with their kidneys and their urinary tract. Fear. Fear of what's gonna happen. Fear of, you know, you know, I don't know. This this is coming up, these emotions are coming up. Lungs is about grief. How many women are experiencing grief of this loss at this time of life? So this all starts to come out. As different symptoms. So it's it we need to process that that trauma, that deep hidden trauma. And when we can do that and release that trauma, then on a physical level, we will our body will start to respond because it'll bring itself back into to balance. So I invite you, you know, when next time you're experiencing different symptoms, rather than you know putting it down to your body being broken. You know, there's something wrong with you. Oh, it's menopause, all these hormones. And kind of getting into this blame game. Just stop. And this might be a journaling exercise. What is it that my body is trying to tell me? Where do I need to make change so that my body can bring itself back into balance? Do I need to be looking at my food? Do I need to be looking at my movement? Do I need to be looking at the environment, my my lifestyle, and my belief systems. Now, I'm just going to share a couple of books that um, you might, you know, that you might find useful, which actually helps with some of this and understanding what um, the emotions are behind some of these symptoms. One is um, The Body Keeps Score, um, and that's by... Um, Biesel van der Kolk. Now he talks a lot about the trauma that we hold within our body. Uh, the Secret Language of Your Body by Inna Segal. Um, that's, she goes through and she talks about emotions that are associated with different symptoms and You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Very similar to Inna Segal's book. Both of them are very, very similar, but it's looking at the um, when you've got different symptoms, what the emotions are behind that. But now if you are interested in learning a little bit more about um, what's going, how you can listen to your body, what your body is telling you, what, you know, where do I need to be looking at my food, movement, all of that. The Secret to Thriving in Menopause workshop is coming up very, very soon. We start on the 18th of September. It is a five day free workshop. So if you wish to um, join is bit.ly forward slash menopause underscore workshop so with a capital m and an underscore with capital w with menopause workshop thank you very much for joining me for this week's episode of menopause Conversations, and i'll be back next week with another exciting guest to um chat chat to see you later bye